Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Bratton Cliff's Flea Circus. My name's Cliff. Oh, and I'm Donnie Wahlberg. Oh, hey, Donnie. How are you doing? I'm all right. So, yeah, get, you know, I'll go play in that. Could you get killed at the beginning of a film or something? Uh, either that or I'll play someone will learn difficulties. You know, I've been, I've been watching this program, Cliff, and uh, Donnie Wahlberg's the presenter. And that's what's what it he called? Says. It's called Very Scary People. It's about <laughs> the serial killers and that. Is it? Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, I've been annoying the wife by... I'll keep claiming to be Donny Wahlberg. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he keeps going, you're not, man. I, I'm Donny Wahlberg. Okay, well, uh, how's the show? Any good? It, I enjoy it. I like it. I like stuff about the serial killers. <laughs> it's no conspiracy. It's just killers. Just facts. <laughs> just facts about the killers, yes. <laughs> There's something just popped up on my box called something like Killers with Robert England. If really, oh, that'll be another good one. Is he doing his Freddy Krueger sort of stuff? Is he? I mean, I think he's playing himself. He's normal man, mm-hmm. out of character. I'm is he himself, yet. or is he just Freddy Krueger? To be honest, I'm a bit confused about him. I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure anything about him. Not hey, well, he's in V. Goldblum. He's in V. The new one or old one? The old one. From the, new from one. the 80s. New one's about 15 years old anyway. Ah, <laughs> oh, it is. Uh-huh. That got cancelled, didn't it? Cancelled? Well, what did it do? Did it say a racist joke? <laughs> <laughs> it might have done. You know, like everybody else, I guess. <laughs> um, what, else, what else have you been doing? What have you been watching? I've just, just watched a documentary about Stock Aiken and Waterman. That was on Channel oh, 5. Yeah. Uh-huh. Was it good? Yeah, really good. It's part mm-hmm. one. Where they're on the rise and they're getting loads of hits. And who's your favourite? Uh, probably Mike Stock. Stock, <laughs> the Mike first Stock, name yeah. on the list. He's Mike the best. Stock, yeah. I just think that's uh-huh. a good name. It's a good name, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What's the name? Aitken called? Matt. Matt Aitken. Oh, I don't know. I didn't, didn't he play for Crew? Yeah, his dad was the Derby boss. Uh, <laughs> um, it's no, it's good, I because uh, 
it's just funny, like these three blokes who like became those massive, like behind all those uh-huh. massive hits to the point where massive every, pop hits. everybody hit. And at this point, they've just kind of done interesting stuff, and you forget. Like the the songs are class, aren't they? Like the class pop songs. Yeah. Um, Did they Kylie Minogue in that? Is that yeah? Uh, so the last episode, mm-hmm. this episode, the first one, just finished with Kylie Minogue having her first hit. I I watched the film. Uh, this week with the wife, oh, and it was class. It was it, uh, called The Pale Blue Eye. Have you heard of this? No, what was it? Tell us, tell us. It was. Well, it's, it's on Netflix, so I automatically assumed that it would be absolutely shite. Of course, but it, it wasn't. It was really good. It's got <laughs> Christian Bale in it. Ah, oh, it's Edgar Allan Poe thing. Edgar Allan Poe thing, yes. And I was incredibly shocked, right? Because I watched the film. It's amazing. Okay, There's cool. lots of twists and stuff like that in it. You'll have to watch it. But the guy who plays Edgar Allan Poe in it, right, is from Harry Potter. He's Dudley Dursley. The, no, the, the overweight the child. <laughs> the overweight child the overweight who, who lives with Harry Potter. Yeah. He plays Edgar Allan Poe, and he's absolutely class. <laughs> Dudley Dursley. I'm going to Google that. Yeah. I can't remember what he he's, what is. He's Uncle Monty. Is his dad? Uh-huh. Yeah. Honestly, he's absolutely amazing. I didn't realise it was him because he's unrecognisable, obviously. He's, he's oh, grown up. right. Okay. I've seen him in a couple of things. He's a weird-looking fella, isn't he? Mm-hmm. But he's yes, brilliant. Do you know who his, grand, his granddad is? I don't know who his granddad is. Patrick Troughton. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well. There you go. Called Harry, you'll have to watch this film. He's called Harry Melling. He is, and he, he's absolutely amazing in this film. Oscar-worthy stuff, I would say. Really? Well, is he nominated mm-hmm. for an Oscar? Because they've just. I don't out. know. I don't know. Probably <laughs> not. Probably not. But he deserves to be because hey, honestly, he was he's amazing. also in uh, a TV miniseries of the War of the Worlds from 2019. Yeah, but that's not very good. So we'll forget no, about it's that. Relevant. It is relevant. <laughs> is that your segue? Is a cliff. <laughs> We can do it. Yes, why not? <laughs> Brett, what we're we talking about today? Well, today we're going to talk about one of my favourite things on this planet, Cliff. Mm-hmm. Or any planet. And that's, or any planet, yes. Uh, and that's Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds. Okay. Mm. And you hadn't uh, actually listened to it before, which is amazing. Why? Because it? How... It's, there's millions of copies of it everywhere. Well, that's it. That's it. This, apparently, it's the twenty sixth or something like that, twenty seventh highest selling album ever. Yeah, in the I've UK. Nev- no, I'd never listened to it, but obviously, I'm well aware of the album cover. I presume yes. my mum must have it because I know she liked uh, what's his name, Justin Hayward. Uh, what about Essex? She not like Essex. I think she was like past that stage by the time Essex was fa- famous. Right. She was already like a grown up, I think. Was she? Well, she was like. I bet you did like it, David To be honest, I like David Essex. I think he's class. Well, he's class in this. He's, he's, well, he's, on this, well, he's one of the better ones in this. I would say. <laughs> I know you've got some. Co- you've got some complaints about, but I, love I don't have no complaints. So. I don't. I mean, to be honest, I haven't listened to it all the way through again since last week when we were going to do this, but uh, mm-hmm. I ended up going to see Beyonce instead. 
Yeah, not as good though, is it? As all the words, um, I would have liked it if she didn't. Uh, now you're not here. <laughs> exactly, that would have been good. Hey, Cliff, do you want a synopsis? Do you? I, I, well, I mean, I'm gagging for one. I know you are because it's your favorite bit, isn't it? It really Calibin is. For the synopsis, <laughs> Jeff Wayne's musical version of The War of the World is a studio double album. Released on the 9th of June, 1978, by CBS Records, Cliff. Okay, well, that's nice to know. There you go. <laughs> it's an album musical adapted from H.G. Wells' sci-fi novel in a rock opera style. Uh-huh. Yep, that's correct. <laughs> yes, it is indeed. The album features David Essex, Chris Thompson of Manfred Mann, The Linnet of Thin Lizzy, Julie yeah. Covington, who sang the original Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. Oh, did you? Okay, Just, did yes. Justin Hayward of the Moody Blues and Richard Burton, who plays the journalist. He's like the voiceover. Yeah. Mm. And obviously he's by far the best one in it. Who, Richard Burton? Yeah. Well, he's, he's got a brilliant voice, doesn't he? It's, it's just it's incredible. amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I I like the accent because he's Welsh, right? But he has a posh mm-hmm. English accent in this, doesn't he? Yeah, you well, know, I think Hollywood and stuff like that, he, he couldn't just rock up with his Welsh accent, could he? Do you know what I mean? Couldn't Maybe. do stuff like that. But I, anyway, he's absolutely class. He I is. thought his bit was amazing. I think definitely that's my favourite bit of it. Well, always. the start of it, it's, I mean... The, this probably, I would say, is the first album I, I would have ever listened to, ever. Really? Because I remember, because I remember just being a kid and like being captivated by obviously the the LP and stuff like that, the mm-hmm. artwork on it. And yeah, I've got it here actually. It was the artwork class, isn't it? There's a big huge booklet in the in the vinyl. Yeah, and I just remember, you know, asking me dad to put put the record on. And I remember just, you know, doing that thing where you're a kid and you, you lie on your stomach with your, your legs sort of behind you. Uh-huh, so, good, really amazing way to lie. It is. I, I should, we should do that more often, shouldn't we? <laughs> Would you? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I just remember listening, obviously, you know, to the album and stuff like that and looking at just the amazing artwork and stuff. I was just captivated by well, everything I about it. it. I only know the cover. Mm-hmm. Well, this is my favourite I don't know if you can see it. Oh, wow, yes. It's, yeah, it's absolutely classic. It's like a, a Victorian street, the people running through the streets and stuff uh-huh. like that. There's this big sort of, you know, tripod, sort of blown up buildings behind it. But it's absolutely brilliant. There's loads of brilliant artwork in it. It's absolutely wonderful. So, Brett, what, so, like, you like War of the Worlds anyway, right? Not just this. So yes. What, what is... You know, Brett, I've never watched or read or listened to anything about War of the Worlds before. This is the first thing I've actually listened to about War of the Worlds, so I've got no idea what the best uh-huh. one is, what else there is. I know it's a book by H.G. Mm-hmm. Wells. I know it's about yes. Martians. I know Orson Welles did a radio teleplay of it that people thought was real and were absolutely terrified, but I've never heard mm-hmm. it. I've never watched Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt or whoever's in that one. I've never watched any of the telly versions of it. This is it. This is the only thing I know of it. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think I would have seen. I, I, I think I'm right in saying the films from 1953. So I, I would have seen that 
film before listening to this, I would imagine. Okay. And uh, that film's just that it's the best War of the Worlds film. Um, Who's in that? Like, is it anyone famous or anything? Not particularly. I am. Um, I, I can't remember who's. There's no. There's no names that'll stick out and stuff like that. I mean, if you were in the fifties and stuff like that, then you know, I think the main actor in it would you would recognize him. I think mm-hmm. he's in a couple of other sci-fi films. I can't remember his name because you've just sprung that on us. Okay. But um, <laughs> that, that's quite. It's quite all right. Okay. All right. <laughs> But uh, I would have seen that first, but and then I would have obviously, you know, listened to this LP and stuff like that after after that. I've only recently read the book. Um, okay. So I would have thought you'd read that ages so. ago. I know, I know, but I, I haven't for some reason. But I, I've read it in the past year. I think it was the first alien invasion story ever written. Okay. So H.J. Wells wrote the the, the first sort of alien invasion story, which obviously there's been others after that. Many well, others. good on him. Well, exactly good on him. He's, he's pretty good on EHG Wells. Apparently. <laughs> you, have you not seen The Time Machine and stuff like that? With Guy Pierce and Samantha Bumba, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's HG Wells. The old Time Machine, the old film, again, is is better than mm-hmm. that one. But the, the, the thing is about um, War of the Worlds... They've, they've never made a, if we're talking about films, they've never made one that's like it's the same as the book. Accurate, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's always, it's it's probably the most Americanized book. Yeah. And it's a British book and it's a Victorian book. Yeah, you know, I think that's what Victorian. I didn't realise. Like, I didn't realise that this was Martians taking over and landing in Victorian England, which I think is, mm-hmm. that's an absolutely class concept i think exactly like why, why haven't they done that yeah why haven't <laughs> they done that it would be much much better wouldn't it because that it was like, faithful if a spaceship landed here outside here and it's got i would be like yeah probably yeah makes sense but i think in <laughs> like in victorian times that would be insane right so i think that's what that's part of the crux of it i think is that these people would it anything. is it's, it's also the fact that they've got no way of fighting back have they they're basically at the mercy no, of the Martians. Getting the dreads. <laughs> Essex wants to get in the drains, doesn't he? He's desperate for it. And that's to his credit, isn't it? He wants to play the cricket down He's already started. Like <laughs> He's already, I've made a start. <laughs> I love that bit. That's class. That's one of my favourite bits. <laughs> so, right, the other side of it, Brad. Who the fuck mm-hmm. Jeff Wade? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, it's, from my reading, he started out just doing sort of jingles and stuff like okay. that he, on the uh, for adverts and things. Okay. He also produced Essex album Rock On. Oh, did well. he? Okay. Yeah, and then uh, and then went out and do this. I think it was his his dad gave him the idea. He gave him the book, and he sort of he ran with it. It's an ambitious piece of work. It certainly is, isn't it? it certainly <laughs> is. The, the other thing I like about it, though, is, is all, you know, the artists on there, they are British. Do you yeah. know what I mean? There's no yeah. Americans in there. So that that's, again, a, a, it's more faithful to the actual story mm-hmm. rather than, you know, the, the not even the 1953 films. Do we need to talk about what the story America. is? Do we have a little... I think people should know, shouldn't they, what the story is? I mean, well, I it's... 
<laughs> you didn't, but there you go. So it, it, it's Victorian England, a cylinder from Mars lands in Horsell Common, and aliens get out, they build giant machines that have heat rays and destroy everything, basically, yeah. and then attempt to take over Earth. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, the aliens are felled by by just the flow, basically, the air that they breathe yeah. and they're used to it. So they're dead. That's it. Yeah. It's, but it's a good it's a good ending because the, the humans have got no way whatsoever of fighting back. They've just got to survive. Yeah. That's and, it. And surviving the drinks, of course. So uh, surviving the drinks. So yeah. So <laughs> Jeff Wynn. An American, he's an American guy, right? So he had this idea. Yes, he's got the book. He decides to make. Let's say it's a rock over. Let's let's not beat around the bush. It's a Pink Floyd ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it, it it's the time of prog rock, isn't yes. it? Yeah, the late seventies. So uh, there's obviously those type of elements. In there, isn't mm-hmm. there the, the sort of prog rock element? I've never saw it as a Pink Floyd ripoff ever. No, really, you don't think any of it's like Pink Floyd? None of the music or anything? Not even the fact that it's a stupid long piece of work. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I knew you'd got it. You were going to have complaints about one of my favorite <laughs> things on this whole planet. Uh, and it's, it, it's definitely not a stupid piece of work. So right, if... okay. So what what do you like about it, Brett? Tell us. What do I like about it? I like everything about it I, I like the artwork in there mm-hmm. the music is amazing the start of it obviously richard burton's kind of voiceover at the start yeah which is is taken from part of the start of the book uh-huh. it just grabs you straight away and obviously yeah. the strings and stuff like that at the start the yeah as a kid i just loved that but the main thing that i love about it is the bass <laughs> Well, musically, yes, it's it's absolutely class. I mean, the bass is my favourite, and obviously you've mentioned that that's that's Herbie Flowers. Mm-hmm. And uh, to be honest, I didn't really uh, before doing this, I didn't really sort of know it was him or who he was type thing. But obviously, looking into it and looking into the bass that he's played on some of the songs that we love, uh-huh. you know, like Harry Nielsen and that Step Into the Fire, and uh, yeah, you know. It's just amazing stuff, like Walk on the Wild Sides and yeah, things I mean, like that. Yeah, I mean, he's just like, a huge, he's like one of the, probably the best session bassists, maybe outside of Carol Kay or whatever. Like, they're the two uh-huh. people that I think have been on so many massive hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you're right, like, uh, great. great. What about the guitarist, Chris Spedden? Did you know much about him? I, no, I'm going to let you tell us about him. Well, yeah, well, Chris Spedden is... Uh, been a, kind of around since the 70s. Uh, he's still uh-huh. going now, I think. He's an old fella, obviously. Um, but he, yeah, I mean, he's a session guitarist, pretty much. But he started, uh-huh. uh, I mean, he's an artist in his own right. But, you know, he's played on he's played on rock operas and stuff. He was on Jesus Christ Superstar. Um, he was in a band with Andy Fraser, the bassist from Free, and another amazing bassist. He's uh-huh. been... Uh, like on the tours for Roxy Music, uh, of course, he was one of the Wombles. Yes, as a kid, it, it's kind of exposed. It being the first album that I've ever listened to, 
it's exposed uh-huh. us to loads of different genres of music. Yeah. And I guess, is, uh-huh. is that what prog rock is? It, it, it's like a mixture of jazz and rock and all kinds of shit, isn't it? I think so, they, yeah. I don't yeah. think disco ever comes into it until this. <laughs> no, no, but there's there's definitely there's def there's like disco elements in there, mm-hmm. especially with the bass, and I I love all that. I I love all that stuff, and I mean that part, the bit where it goes discoy with the bass. I'm sure Kasabian lifted that <laughs> for it, fire. I, Is I, it fire? I reckon Kasabian have lifted their entire career from this album. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's that part of it. I mean, the, the guitar is unbelievable. And these like mandolins and stuff like that in there as well. My, my favourite is is Horsel Common and the Heat Ray. That's my favourite. I think that's the like... one with that guitar bit on that, that I like. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's got like the bass at the start. Where it's dum, 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 dum. It's just amazing. What that, Absolutely even the amazing. war song, like people will know Forever Autumn, which was a big hit. And the Eve yes. of the War, which is the first proper song on the album after the mm-hmm. spoken word intro. That class, yeah. but like they're just they're massive, aren't they? Like the singles, mm-hmm. they're like nine minutes long. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, they they are, but I mean, like I say, the length of it and stuff. I, I never as a kid could seem to get past like the first record, but probably because it was time to go to bed. Because oh, yeah, it's like that's that. an hour long, like. Who sits and <laughs> listens to an album for two hours? Well, people do though, don't they? I mean, it was the same with the White Album when I was when I first was getting getting at the Beatles. I only only ever had the first tape for some reason. Okay, so it, it took a strike. My dad got it from a car boot sale or something. Yeah, so like first on Julia. So I I never listened to like the the you know the second record for like ages until can you remember what it was like New Year and I got on CD and what. In my mum's kitchen. Yeah, me and my monkey. Uh-huh. Uh, Justin Hayward, like, a new lease of life after Moody Blues and stuff like that. It was a massive hit, but it just keeps going. There's different musical versions and uh, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff, isn't there? Like, the people who've been in the musical versions, Brett. Wow, there's some awful people being in them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I've always wanted to go and see it, despite the people who were in it, you know. Okay. Like, the guy from... Uh, Kaiser Chiefs and that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I've still, st- uh, the tickets are incredibly expensive. And I'm like, sure. My whole family loves the what this okay. album. Everybody loves it. My son loves it. You know, my wife loves it and that. So what, you're talking about like 250 quid yeah. for all again. Yeah. Watch it, you know. So I haven't, I haven't getting around. But there's uh, the stuff uh, on the iPlayer, I think it's in our YouTube. Okay. Of like the whole thing, you know, where it's okay. the whole show type thing. Um, well, it's, it's I mean, it's still brilliant. Being there. It's not. It's exactly. It's not going to be this. This. Oh, the first time that you listened to a Cliff. What, what did you? What? What? What do you think? Well, it's a bit long for me. Uh, the songs are all like eleven. Well, five minutes is probably the shortest, isn't it? and then they go on up to like twelve minutes and stuff like that. So, it's not all my kind of thing but uh mm-hmm. i did quite like listening to phil Linnett scream about devils it's a devil <laughs> yeah <laughs> demons demons is that it demons. <laughs> but yeah it's, it's a definite childhood favorite of mine and not just a childhood favorite i've listened to it throughout my life like i say i've got the vinyl i'll listen to it on the vinyl ready to pop the question 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, I took my mom shopping uh, yesterday and she told us a story about my Uncle Peter, right? Okay. I mean, Anna Nelly, who used to live um, on the high road in South Shields, and the house that they were living in was haunted, right? That that a ghost, and um, me uncle Peter woke up one morning and all of his hair was cut off, and it was on the pillow. The, the ghost had cut his hair. Can you believe that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> true, it's a true story. Ghost, the ghost shaved his what, hair. What, is, what with? Ghost scissors. Ghost scissors are real. I don't scissors. think there was any shears at that time, was there? Or, the ghost scissors. Ghost scissors. Yes. He woke up and all of his hair was on the pillow. The ghost had cut, cut his hair. It must have been some, and he just went, "What's well, the ghost?" Well, because the house is haunted. Well, what was the ghost all about? Was it the ghost of a hairdresser or what? Well, you know, I don't think they had the internet to check that type of stuff then. Well, they must have so... seen it. Oh, there's that ghost walking around with the scissors again. <laughs> <laughs> this, you know, Always do these this. are just me on stories. <laughs> 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 it's a good story, though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't believe it one bit, but yes, it's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, uh, who could you say that's a thing? Did it actually happen? That's the first thing yeah, I would it did, ask. Uh, yes, it did actually happen. <laughs> they were convinced the house was haunted, right? Mm-hmm. He went to bed, and then he woke up and his hair was cut. Do you think it's I a prank? Know. 
I think it's a prank, yeah. <laughs> Was there anybody else story. lived there with them? Kids are out like that? Um, no kids, no kids. It was just me, my uncle Peter, and my nana Nelly. So there you go. Oh, did your nana not have done it? She, she sounds like... No, she I don't think my nana would have done it. Even after she had a few Guinnesses and that. Nah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Brett. Definitely. I drove all night to get Did you? to you. Is that all right? I drove all night, crept in your room, woke you from your sleep to make love to you. Is that perfectly all right? Perfectly acceptable. Yeah, perfectly acceptable. I drove all night. <laughs> all right. I did drive all night. So. <laughs> so I'm well within me rights to do all I those did. things. I did. I just like how he ends it with. You crept in. I drove. Room. I drove all night. Is that all right? I, I'll <laughs> say it again. I I did drive all night. <laughs> also, I'm asking you after the fact, so you know. Hopefully, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. I, you know, I would be quite. I'd be happy with it. If it was me, to and be you. honest, I mean, you have drove all night, haven't you? Mm -hmm, I've drove all night. Maybe the, I should have called you first, but I was dying to get to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't stop listening to that song. <laughs> Do you think he was driving all these sunglasses on at night? Uh huh. <laughs> he Maybe. doesn't take them off, does he? I know because he's got funny little pink eyes. Mind them <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> but Roy, you'll crash, man. <laughs> I can't risk it. I've got to get there, man. I, I can't risk it. Is that his voice? I'm on, I'm on a promise. She <laughs> doesn't know about it, like What's his uh, <laughs> don't worry, I'll smooth it over once she wakes up. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Drove all night <laughs> in my sunglasses. I bet, I bet he took uh, his glasses off. For the act, though, just to frighten her. Well, obviously, his face will be buried <laughs> into the pillow, on it? So He's like... got rabbit eyes. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe, well, no, she'll be asleep. It depends. It depends how she's sleeping. How, she, how do you even know that she was going to be asleep? <laughs> All right, then we'll have the quiz. Hey, Cliff, it's about alien invasion and TV well, or films. Okay. That's the surprise, isn't it? Question number one. In which Neil Blomkamp film are prawns stranded on Earth? <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I believe it's District 9. It is? You haven't seen that film? No, but it's about apartheid, isn't it? Yeah, it's meant. Okay, It's really good. I'll watch it then. Well, yeah, at some point. Name the 1967 TV show in which David Vincent must evade the aliens. <laughs> is it Invasion of the Body Snatchers? No, that's not a TV show. I don't know what it is. I don't like this stuff. <laughs> it's the Invaders. Can't you remember the Invaders? What, the invaders. what do you mean, remember? Of course, I can't remember. It wasn't alive. It was always on the telly when we were kids. But how would I have known it was from 1967? Because well, that's when it was from. Well, anyway, never heard of it. Well, you didn't get never that, did you? Can't that. remember it. 
You're not going to get any of these right, are you? I got one Name one. the 19... Hold on. Name the 1951 film clip, 1951, uh-huh. in which Klaatu and Gort warn humanity of their destructive ways. Oh. Now, this is probably my favourite sci-fi film of all time. That is C-L-A-A-T-U, I believe. Yes, it is. Yes, it uh, is. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to say Plan 9 from Outer Space. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> the day the Earth stood still. Okay. Man. All right. Okay. You might get this one because we've talked about it previously. That's a clue. That's a clue. Clip. Okay. Thanks for that. In the, 1980, the 1983 miniseries in which sexy... Rat-eating aliens known as visitors invade the Earth. What's that like? V. It is V. Well done. Well done. You did it. Uh, That's mint as well. This is a taglines uh, quiz, this cliff. It's about one one film. One film. I think you'll get it right. So here's the first tagline. Nothing like it has ever been seen on Earth before. Can you get it from that? Tagline. Is it Alf? It's a film. It's not Alf. Alf the movie. Soon, <laughs> soon the hunt will begin. That's your second tagline. Okay. Still not getting it. Nope. Next one. If it bleeds, we can kill it. That's your last clue. And if you don't get it from that one, then we'll just give up. Predator. It is Predator. Uh-huh. Well done. In 2068, the agents of Spectrum enter into a war of nerves. A war of nerves, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Against the Mistrons of Mars. Uh-huh. So what TV show what is that? Why is it? The war of nerves. <laughs> I don't know why it's a war of nerves. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, how like, it was described. Push things and close I... to the edges and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah you get on me nerves, gonna get it man. <laughs> who's who's going to move first? Exactly. <laughs> um, it, it, it is nonetheless and the Mister Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well done. From 1967, that cliff. You got that one right. I think oh, you I got, got maybe three. Well, let's say three out of four. Three out of four, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Good. that's true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Nice one. <laughs> 90%. <laughs> well done. Well done. Yes, you're going to introduce the music because I do it all the time. I know, but I never remember what it's called. I know it's oh, the Mariners. Right, it's the Mariners, <laughs> our friends, the Mariners. Thank you, Luke, for sending it. It's a lovely song about it the street is. he grew up on, which is called... Yes, which is called Bathley Street. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lovely little song, isn't it? Uh-huh. Obviously, but... I, I like lots of different bits. He's a good songwriter, isn't he, Luke? Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I yeah. especially like the bit about um, old ladies queuing up for meat. Because <laughs> of one of my favourite <laughs> memories and sights. <laughs> uh, they're always out there, aren't they? Doesn't matter what the weather's like. They've got to get that pound of beef, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Get wrapped up in paper. Mm-hmm. And with string, of course. <laughs> yeah, like, yes. The good old days. Maybe it was better back in the good old days, Brett. Do you know what I think it was? <laughs> I think it was. I mean, you know, I'd prefer to go to the local butchers. Good you. you know, get a bit of meat than go and see Beyonce. That's what I say. Uh, well, I would have taken it. 
Ahora suena ahora. Have some Choke meat. meat ahora. Have some meat. Is you a vegetarian? How, how am I meant to know that? I don't know anything you about You know everything it. about you. Do know the woman. The woman. <laughs> the woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that bombshell, we'll let us all play the Mariners. Yeah, then, right? All right. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Bye. See you. <laughs> Barkley Street, you were my very first street.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.